happens here. He shrugs. Not really sure. It was bad, though. They thought she was dead at first. When did it happen? I'm frowning, thinking of the low-flying helicopter, wondering if the timing is coincidence or if she was airlifted to hospital. Oh, a couple of days ago. Maybe three, he says vaguely. I'm amazed it's taken this long for word to get around, the surfer's grapevine being what it is. Or maybe Rick didn't think to mention it. Oh, yeah, he adds. Some of us are meeting at the shack later, around six. There may be some waves. You should come. With any luck, we could get an hour before dark. In an unusual display of affection, he plants a kiss on the top of my head. The shack is okay, a scruffy locals bar on one of the beaches, a short drive from here, that sells Cornish beer and looks nothing from the outside. But inside is all bare wood with surfboards hanging from the ceiling, sand walked inside coating the floor. It'll be full of Rick's mates and wannabe tourist types, dressed to blend in, except you can spot them a mile off, because they don't. If I'm going to drag myself out on a chilly evening, I prefer a bit of glamour. A cosy restaurant or warm, dimly lit cocktail bar. I'm good, I tell him, stifling a yawn. I'll probably have an early night. For the most part, Rick and I lead separate lives. We sometimes drink together, smoke a joint or two, have sex. We're not star-crossed lovers. What we have is undemanding and convenient. Physical contact is like food, a basic human need. I should know. I've gone long spells without so much as the brush of a hand, and big empty houses can be lonely. After he goes out and I hear his jeep drive away, I open a bottle of wine and start scrolling through Netflix, listening to the wind rattling the sash windows, knowing it'll whip up some waves. Only they'll be wind-blown messy ones, rather than the clean, head-height barrels Rick will be hoping for. But it won't faze him. Nothing does. No matter how many forecasts, swell charts, wind maps you follow, the ocean will always surprise you, he's told me many times. Why do you drink so much? I'm still in my pyjamas, nursing a hangover, when Rick picks up the empty wine bottle from last night. By the time he got home, I'd finished it, then started on another, before falling asleep on the sofa. I really don't. I'm irritable not in the mood for one of his holier-than-thou lectures on how my body is a temple. I know my body better than he does. You probably had just as much and drove home, which is far worse. Two pints, he says shortly. You do this every night, and it's usually more. We both know that. By the time you know you've fucked up your liver, it'll be too late. Yeah, yeah. I get up to go back upstairs, because I've heard it all before. It's not like Rick to be confrontational, but this time he grabs my arm. You take it for granted, don't you? His eyes glitter angrily. Always so bloody sure of yourself. Do you have any idea how lucky you are? I stare just as angrily back at him, wondering where this has come from. It's a few glasses of wine, Rick. What the fuck's wrong with you? But he doesn't answer, just lets go of me and shakes his head as he walks away. I don't like being spoken to like that, especially not by Rick. Even less do I like the spike of truth in his words. But better a shorter life lived to the full than the dragged-out mundane ones so many people cling to for as long as they can. Whether you live 20 years or 60, 
Unless you save the planet or cure cancer, what does it actually matter? Upstairs, I pull on jeans and a hoodie, glancing out of the window to see Rick stride across the garden and stand with his back to the house, gazing out across the bay. I've no idea what's eating him, but clearly something is. Taking a deep breath, I go outside to join him. Not surfing today. As I catch him up, my tone is light, conciliatory, but he's still rigid as I slip my arm through his. He shrugs. Maybe later. Look, is something wrong? I remove my arm, turning to face him. Because you're being shitty, Rick. He's silent for a moment, still looking out to sea. Then he turns to face me. You really want to know? As I nod, I'm aware of an unpleasant prickling sensation. I don't get you. All this time we've been together and you...